Hi, Rebels. This Financial Literacy Month, Rebel Girls teamed up with Greenlight, the debit card and money app for families, to bring you everything you need to be smart with your money and to build healthy habits that last a lifetime. With a Greenlight debit card and money app of their own, kids learn to make smart choices with every penny, whether you're saving for something special or learning to invest. Greenlight gives kids the power to be independent and grown-ups can trust that their kids have money wherever they are. Sign up at greenlight.com slash rebelgirls to get your first month at no cost and start building money confidence for life. Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right. You can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. This is Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls. Hi, Rebels. This is Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls, the interview. I'm your host, Jaylen Nicholas. And today, we're talking to Rafilwe Ledwaba. She narrated the story of Tokozile Mwamba, the first female fighter pilot in Zambia. If you haven't heard that inspiring episode, make sure to give that a listen first. Don't worry, we'll wait for you. Hi, Rafilwe. Can you introduce yourself to our listeners? Hi, my name is Rafilo Ledwaba. I live in Johannesburg, South Africa. I'm a pilot qualified to fly helicopters, aeroplanes, and drones. I'm also an advocate for girls' education. It's amazing that you're also South Africa's first female black helicopter pilot. What inspired you to become one? I think it's quite a very interesting story because as a young girl, aviation was never a viable career choice for me. I grew up during apartheid in South Africa, where I had limited career choices. So growing up, I've never seen anybody that looked like me as a pilot. So the closest I had seen a pilot was Tom Cruise on his movies on TV, and he did not look anything like me. So initially, I set my sight on becoming a doctor because I was really good in the sciences and I really loved science. That was until one day when I was already studying towards a Bachelor of Science degree and I was majoring in biochemistry and microbiology at the University of Cape Town that I boarded a flight for the first time. And in that flight, one of the pilots was female. And I think that day changed the course of my life forever. It ignited my curiosity about the industry. After completing my degree, so I joined the airline as a cabin attendant, and that is when I got to understand the industry and the opportunities available. So I started taking private lessons, and I used my salary to pay for those lessons. I was fortunate enough to be selected by the South African Police Services to join their cadet program. I worked for them for 10 years, attaining the highest civilian helicopter license in helicopters. So I'm not only the first black um, female helicopter pilot in South Africa. I was also the first black female to attain the highest license in helicopters. And as they say, the rest is history. That's amazing. You brought us the story of Tokozile Muamba, and you both made history as pilots. 
Do you see any other similarities in your stories? Does she inspire you in any way? There are a lot of similarities with her story. She grew up surrounded by powerful women, one of them being her aunt that inspired her. I grew up among powerful women as well that I emulated. I grew up with a very strong mother as a role model, and I grew up with a doctor in the community. And it is quite interesting that, you know, you, you have to see to become it. And hence, that's why I wanted to become a doctor, because we had one in our community. What we had in common as well was when we finished, in a way, we had a platform. And that platform had both positives and negatives. She experienced, you know, some of the negative consequences of what I call fame. I did the same. But both of us as well, we used our platform to actually start making tangible change in our own individual courses that we follow. So that I found very, like, sort of interesting and, and something very strong that we, you know, we've got in common, that strong advocacy to make things right in the world. She inspires me so much. The fact that she flies the fighter jet, I mean, that's the coolest job ever. As a pilot, everybody wants to fly a fighter jet. So for me, that's an inspiration. The second thing is her attitude and her ability to just turn challenges into an opportunity. She had a huge challenge. She saw a challenge of cyberbullying, of, you know, whenever somebody, especially women, attain, you know, a first or whatever, they get bullied. I mean, personally, I experienced that as well. For girls who are interested in becoming pilots, what advice do you have for them? So I've got three advice for them. The first one, I've met a lot of young people that think that being a pilot is only an airline pilot. So aviation is very wide. There are many different kinds of pilots, from military to helicopters, emergency pilots. So my advice, do a lot of research, speak to pilots in, in your area, and attend air shows if you can, visit airports, museums, take up opportunities and, you know, to attend camps if they're available in your area. So that's the first thing. The second thing, this goes to the youngsters that are already, some of them, in training. The training can be tough, but I always tell my mentee not to forget to have fun and enjoy the flying. Because sometimes when it's everything, when, when there's, a lot, there's lots of challenges and everything gets really tough, people forget to have fun or fun is like the last thing that they think about. And I do this through my program and it's called Girls Fly Program and Africa Foundation. So it's a non-profit organization I founded and it aims to make aviation an accessible career path for women. That's really great advice. If you could go back to when you were a kid and give yourself a piece of advice, what would it be? To focus on people that want me to succeed. Because I think one of the biggest mistakes that I've done is was focus on people that didn't want me to succeed. So the biggest advice that I would have given myself is that a lot of people will always support you and focus on them, focus on those people and don't focus on the negatives that can sometimes come with being in the environment that I found myself in. So yeah, just, just, just that one thing, focusing differently. And finally, Rafilwe, what makes you a rebel girl? I think the fact that I went against the traditional norm and became a pilot and one of the first, and against what my mother, my parent wanted me to be, 
you know, go to medical school. And I think that makes me a rebel. But I think that the other thing that makes me a rebel girl as well is I've always done things that are against the norm. For example, I played soccer, women's soccer, to the highest level to affect that if I wasn't a pilot or a scientist or a doctor, I'd probably be playing soccer professionally, which is not actually common or traditional in our continent or in the context or in the community that I came from. So I think, yeah, that makes me <laughs> quite a rebel girl. That's awesome. Thank you, Rafilway. And thank you for listening. If you like the show, leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and share it with all of your friends. Catch you next time. Stay rebel. Thanks for listening to this episode, Rebels. Did you know there's a whole world of Rebel Girls to explore? Go to rebelgirls.com slash more to check out our latest books, t-shirts, crafting kits, and, well, more. Visit rebelgirls.com slash more. Until next time, stay rebel.